Hey, looking for vital needs? Then you need to go to 22 East Market Street, Tiffin, Ohio, to 22 Market Records. Not looking for records? Maybe cassettes. Maybe old VHSs. Maybe D&D, RPG gear. They got it there. Stereo gear? Probably has it. So, all your music needs? We're just bored. Go down to 22 Market Records, Tiffin, Ohio. Check the website. Four hours. Also, good call. 419-447-8456. Once again, 419-447-8456. 22 Market Records. Tell them the Punk Law Podcast sent you. Huh? <laughs> Metal damage. Brain damage, huh? Are you listening, bronze? I am the Night Rider. <laughs> I'm a fuel-injected suicide machine. You want to go to war? You got a war. You started it. We gonna finish. Welcome once again to the Punk Off Podcast. And uh, what episode? This is episode 91. Who dis? New phone number. Who dis? No phone number. It's over here across from me. Is I think I'm going to rename him Chris COVID. Oh! Chris COVID. So, yeah, and as usual, I'm Dan Destroyer. Yeah, uh, let's see, just a, a quick run up. We actually had, I think, one or two episodes. I think one I had to cancel because I had family stuff come up. And then you ended up with COVID again, or at least you thought you might have it the other time. And then I was going to do some solo episodes, and I had no time to work on any of them. So, because I do believe, actually, that the last episode that was published would have been <clears throat> the Josh Tragedy feature episode of the bands he had been in, some of the bands he had been in. Oh, enough with that. Just so. let's, let's talk about the elephant in the room. Okay. The big issue everybody's talking about right now. How old when you were you when you lost your virginity, and do you still think about those moments like when you're jerking off? Uh, no, I guess no and no, actually. I didn't realize that was a hot-button issue for for the day, so. No, so. Which I, that, now that just kind of took me off all the other stuff I was going to. Because I had a whole bunch of stuff. I wanted to do some wrestling talk, but I kind of like to say that. Towards the end, because I'm sure once we get rolling. So, actually, you know what? I will talk about video games real quick. So, I've been mostly playing older stuff, and I've discovered one thing with a lot of older titles. Like, I bought uh, Empire Strikes Back on, as as the kids call it, SNES, which drives me nuts. S-N-E-S, Super Nintendo. Uh, I discovered I do not have the patience for a lot of those platform games. Like I did when I was younger. 
platforming? Well, it's just, you know, you got to be able to time it. And, yeah, I don't know. I don't have as much patience for those as I used to when I was younger. I kind of discovered that with Earthworm Jim as well. I loved that game when I was younger, and I had tried to replay it race, recently. And I forgot that it is one of those games you literally have to jump to the exact right spot on a lot of it. Otherwise, you just fall off. And there's some spots that are fucking hellacious because you got to get a running start, jump at the right spot, and then hit the right spot to be able to... Yes, uh, even though it's a little bit older, there's some people in the Borderlands community bitching about the exact same thing because when you think about that game, you don't necessarily, you just think about like weird guns and blowing things up. And the animation and yeah. Speaking but, of which, I guess we'll cover it. Go ahead. Go ahead they, they, I'm just saying that uh, like one of the last DLCs and one of the last like arenas they added was like a... Uh, like a big takedown. Mm. And there were certain areas in that where you have to do platforming. And you got like... but I, Back in the day, they were all side-scrollers. Yeah. And you, you could time it pretty easily. At least I could. But these are like going in 360 degrees and Man. varying speeds. And you're trying to... Yeah, it's like, I just want to blow stuff up. I don't want to have to... Jump on floaty ledges. So, I want to cover this and then I'm going to go back to what I was originally going to talk about. Because I had a whole Call of Duty thing, but I'll get in that in a second. So I also, he said duty! So, I also see now, which I expected this... I had heard rumblings of this for years. Basically, uh, Sony is going to start deleting a bunch of shit off of their catalog. And if you already own it, you're going to lose it as well. Have you heard about this? Because in the agreement, when you buy it, you're not buying it to own. You're <clears throat> buying it... Almost like a lease. You're leasing it from them. So if they're going to take games off of some of their shit and you had bought it before, you're, it's gone. You don't own it. So they're doing that with the movies too, with which I'm probably going to get fucked with because I've got shit on my PlayStation 4 like Surf Nazis Must Die, which is hard to find anywhere and they're probably going to take it off of, of their catalog, which means I'm going to be screwed, so. But, yeah, making sure it's still recording. Uh, lights on. Okay, there we go. I saw the levels. You saw levels? Levels. Do you have a new level of confidence now? Yes. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like Pantera, a new level of, what the hell was it? I don't know. Yeah. But, so, uh, at any rate, yeah, I kind of saw PlayStation doing that, which is why I've still been a, Huge proponent of having physical media that right. I actually own. So that way, if they pull this kind of shit, I still own it. So, Well, I can understand that happening. Like when you have a Game Pass and you got to download something, but you're, mm. you know, you can play it. Yeah. You're, you're basically renting games there. But yeah. like if you buy the game and buy everything, even if it is digital, I think you'd still be entitled to keep it. Not according to them. Not according to the lawsuit. Because I was reading up on this. Because just checking to make sure. Because hey, I'm like you. Because like with the PlayStation Plus program, they've got ones where basically, as long as you are in the Plus program and you pay a certain amount, you can basically rent whatever games you want and play it. But they're never really yours. But yeah, apparently even now with the ones you download, like I had downloaded before, movies, games, whatever. If they're gonna, they decide to take them off. 
their catalog, then yeah, I lose it as well. So, fuck about your bullshit. So, I think you should contact your senator. Yeah, that's true. You know, <laughs> sure does a lot of good. One of them's too worried about getting up Trump's, having his nose up Trump's ass, and the other one's just. So, anyway, Call of Duty. So, I broke down and. Duty! I bought the newest one because I had kind of missed playing zombies. And the only thing is, I was kind of kind of misplaying my friend, like the friend group I used to have. That, but the problem is, is most of those people don't play Call of Duty anymore either. And I forgot the really annoying thing is when you get on and you get a group with a little kid that has a headset because they're loud did, did and they, they never call, shut did up. Did they call you the N word? No, because now they have things. Uh, that they let you know that they're not putting up with any of that anymore, which I was surprised. I was like, well, that's a new thing. So, because, yeah, I was like, well, yeah, I'm going to have to hear about who, who fucked my mother the night before. And, yeah, no, but apparently now they're monitoring it more. But I had to I had to download so much shit. I wanted to play zombies. And that's a separate thing you need to down, download as well. They give you a bunch of stuff because you can play Warzone. And a bunch of other shit, and some older titles that are also they've rolled into the game as well. But you got to fucking download all these packets now, and it fucking takes forever. And especially since there's updates and patches, I've managed to play five minutes of Zombie. <laughs> I bought the game Wednesday of this week, I think, and that's all I've had time for. Is I've I've played a couple of regular rounds. Well, but, you better hurry because somebody's gonna take it. Apparently, I'm, at this point, I'm like they can kind of have it because. Yeah, when I went to go play zombies, I got stuck with a kid who just talked nonstop, and I'm like, "Fuck, I can't even finish this game." I'm just so after about three minutes, I just signed out. I just couldn't take it. So I have played a couple, like I said, regular. Uh, oh, what the hell is it? Like regular rounds where it's like deathmatch, and then there's one where uh, I was I was pretty good at it before, and apparently I still am. Better than I thought, at least, is uh, where you shoot somebody and then you go grab dog tags. I forget they they have a special name for it, but that's one of the gameplay modes. It's almost like capture the flag, sort of, but not really. Zombie dog tags. So I, f- I forgot what the hell they're called, but I did pretty good actually. I was third on that when I played first time in years the other night. So I was like, well, I'm still, I'm still not terrible at everything, I guess. So, but like I said, after I bought it, I was kind of like, yeah. And honestly, right now I'm getting ready to hook up my PlayStation Three or Two and go through. PlayStation 2 go through it because there's some older games on there I'd actually kind of like to play so I've had the Retron out for a while and I bought a bunch of Famicom games and I bought and I got what I thought was the patch for a lot of them since they're in Japanese yeah apparently most of the ones I have do not have I did there's not a patch for so and I'm like I don't read Japanese so yeah (laughs) so I'm sitting on them for now I guess until I get rid of them later but so, because there's like a drift game I bought, and you know, so Gundam stuff, which is always huge for me. So, but so yeah, that's that's my gaming stuff. I've at least dusted off the PS4 and started using it again. Oh yeah, and that was the other reason uh, I wanted to play Call of Duty because it is a cross-platform game. The version I bought, which means if I know you have it on Xbox, you and I can still party up and play in one of. The other uh, lobbies. The last time I turned my PlayStation on was like last week. Grandkid, they uh, local schools were 
canceled. Yeah. And the kid was at my house all day, so I turned it on, let him play more. He wanted to check out Mortal Kombat. It's like 12, 13. No big deal. And, uh, worked night shifts, so I went to bed. And when I got back up, the little fucker had gotten some trophies for me. Like, Damn it, those are those are my achievements. He can't be coming on my game and getting PlayStation trophies from me. Oh, so yeah, I think uh, that yeah that must have, was that Wednesday because a lot of them were in the gaming store that were in there because yeah apparently the school got canceled so and uh, shout out I'll, I'll give a quick shout out to. Uh, the dude Jason that works at Level Level Up because he actually, with everybody coming in trading games and everything, he was in there by himself. He did pretty good as far as keeping up on everybody. And I had talked to him before, and I'll give him a little shout out because he has his own podcast. Because I got to talking to him about that uh, called uh, Back in the Day with John and Jay. So where Back they talk in the about day movies, with John and Jay, and I do that thing a lot when they're talking about movies. But well, I'm also older, but they'll forget people's names and. And a lot of the movies they're talking about, I remember who they are. So, and they talk about a lot of Kevin Smith movies, which I know stupid details about that as well. So, <laughs> so, but it's interesting. It's so it's another one of the two 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 white guy uh, format. So, <laughs> oh, my baby's growing wings and meeting people. Oh, I'm proud, Papa. Yeah. Okay. But. Yeah, yeah, you uh, podcast people can't see that very, I think, Dan almost, my eyes almost broke, his, my broke, his, broke his neck, rolling his eyes so hard. Yeah, so, <laughs> so, but yeah, yeah they were, uh, since I told him I was talking to podcast about it, and also, because they were a couple weeks ago, talking about, like, really terrible bad movies, and they were trying to figure out, like, one to watch, so I... Told him, I'm like, I've actually got one to watch. I'm like, and it's one of those movies you're going to absolutely hate it, or it's so bad you're going to love it. And it's Surf Nazis Must Die, and he had never seen it. So I was like, yeah, watch that and see what you think. I'm like, the good thing I can say for you is, I'm like, Troma, the same uh, production company that put out Toxic Avenger, produced this movie as well. I'm like, but that's about it. <laughs> Tromeo and Juliet. So... Like I said, it's one of those, yeah, I brought that, I guess because I was talking about it, I brought that movie up now, what, twice, three times now in this podcast already. But it's one of those movies, If for those of you who have never seen it at home, I recommend trying to find it and watch it. Because there's also points where you're watching it being like, why did they make this choice for shooting? Because like, there will be a lot of heavy dialogue. And it is the furthest away shot that they could have, like the two people off. Or like about, you know, the size of your thumb on the screen. And they're having dialogue that far away. And it's usually about something important that helps, you know, with the plot in the movie. And you're like, why? Why didn't we do like, a, you know, a two-head frame shot in this? Or or at least the one where they go cut back and forth? Or, you, nah, can't, we're gonna... you, you can't compromise artistic values. Yeah, I guess. We just go to the farthest away spot. And... So... That also reminds me, I saw another cool, it was a short movie on YouTube. Uh, guy goes into a bathroom and basically gets stuck in a time loop. And he keeps running into himself. So I'm going to have to, 
at some point when you can uh, hold down the fort, look it up on uh, on uh, uh, YouTube. Hold down the fort. Which yes. fort's that? The one we're currently manning. At least as far as I don't, I just didn't want a lot of dead air. Well, we're building. While I'm a, we're, to... we're building a fort. Yes, we're, we're now building a fort. Put a uh, no girls allowed sign on the outside of it. I don't know. That's I guess I I, I don't think I'd go with that choice, but. I guess that's up to you. If you really want to. Oh, come on, this thing's frozen up. Of course it is. Frozen? I'm trying to find something, and that's going to be like, nah, kid. Well, it is, too. Okay, well, maybe later. But, yeah, there's a guy that's stuck in the bathroom. And because at first he's on the phone, he's late for a, uh, oh, there we go. He's late for a business meeting. And he's got people on the phone he's like hold him hold the client there i'll be there in a minute and guy like, stuck in bathroom movie glorious no i'm just trying to find my uh my history on youtube because it'll show it to me but it keeps wanting to do other shit uh sorry if you're at home listening to this crap because Yeah, I didn't want lots of dead air. Now we're, now we have it. No, we'll be all right. We'll be uh, all right. History, here we go, and and it gets trapped in a time paradox. Is the background green? Can you tell? No, I I don't know. Uh, I okay, because you almost had the the description. Of, what is it? Uh, yeah, that's the com that's the production company. Is it in the corner. Although they do I've discovered a bunch of time travel movies. Huh? And trapped in the bathroom. Oh yeah, that's it. Yeah, it does have an actual title, but Yep, that is it. I will save to watch later. It is worth it's worth watching. Oh yeah, and this I've been stuck on this from SNL. Here recently, the Museum of Hip Hop panel with uh, Timothy Chalamet. Okay. I love how I'm just doing this in the most low tech way possible. Hello and welcome to the first ever Museum of Hip Hop here in the Have you ever seen this skit? Bronx. No. I'm none your business from Double XL, and it's my honor to welcome our esteemed panel today to celebrate 50 this years shit gets stuck of the culture we know and love. First up, the queen of hip hop soul, the legendary Mary J. Blige. <laughs> yes, indeed. Super producer, author, and the co-founder of Def Jam Records, Rick Rubin. <laughs> Intellectual civil rights icon and political activist, the honorable Dr. Cornell West. I will skip some of this, but I want them to do the intro for of prosperity unto you, Sister Nanya. And finally, his group Zan Ma broke the record for most streams, making him technically the most successful hip-hop artist of all time. It's Smoke Cheddar the Ass Getter. <laughs> Smoke Cheddar the Ass Getter. Thank you all. A lot has changed. Okay, so yeah, I'm going to skip this a little bit. To... I don't, I don't want to hear 
any of that means. Yes, expound on that, please, brother. Smoke chat. So, like, peep, right? I do mukbangs, right? I eat noodles on stream. And, like, my DMs be all cheeks. I'm talking blah, blah, blah. I'm like, sheesh. Okay, I don't know what that had to do with anything. I, I think my friend here is speaking to the flexibility of the genre. Rap is not a monolith. Exactly. Like, anyone can tap into that joy or that trauma. I feel that. I mean, my dad made me get braces. I want to visit line. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Life crazy. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Are you are you saying that was traumatic for you? Hell yeah. Plus, my boy Guap. <laughs> my boy Guap, man. I miss him so much, man. Oh my goodness gracious. What happened to Brother Guaplord? Yeah, Guaplord is Pete Davidson. He was fundraising for the homie Mayor Eric Adams. Yeah. You gotta lay low in Turkey for a minute. Okay. Well, right, let's get forward to Turkey. Without goat talk. Rick, you've worked with every insurance girl. Uh, Brother Smoke Cheddar, to whom are you referring? Personally, I love Biggie. And we can all agree that he's a man, right? I don't even know who that is. You don't know Biggie Smalls. I don't know who none of y'all is. Except him. Me? Yeah, you was in the Matrix Revolutions? Why, yes, I was. Boom, that's the goat right there, man. Excuse me, I'm sorry. No disrespect to Dr. West, but Biggie was a kid from bed who sold 20 million records. So he a flop. I'm just saying my new solo joined it a trillion streams in two days on SoundClouds. Yeah. It's a smart one, too. It's actually a critique of capitalism. Capitalism. I, I think you mean capitalism. Yeah, capitalism. Everybody capping all the time, right? <laughs> I like it. If my new joint is called Cling, Cling, Cling. You know what I'm saying? Bust it. Cling, Cling, Cling. Man, you capping. Oh, ah, uh, Cling, 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 Cling. Oh, you capping. <laughs> So yeah, I just, it was a little longer I want to go, but I, I, I still find that hilarious. Just that's a funny sketch. So, all right, so I guess we'll uh, we'll move you on. Got, you got nothing. Shoot me links, man. I'm always looking for something to do. Yeah, at work. I have to remember that. So, yeah, I guess we'll uh, go on to wrestling. I guess first we'll talk about, since we haven't recorded, CM Punk going back to WWE. Hell froze over. So, he's actually got, I haven't watched a ton of it, but I do see him and Cody have a rivalry going now, which I figured, that makes sense. They did, uh, what do they call them? Supposedly, uh... Dark shows off TV. Yeah, They've yeah. done some of that together, and I haven't been watching it either because I'm usually sleeping. Yeah. I don't save it and watch it. You know, I, I watch the pay per views and things like that because it's pretty much mm. free on Peacock streaming. So I haven't even been watching a ton of AEW. I'll watch some if I got some time, but I've not been watching as religiously as what I was for a while. Plus, this just. I don't. There's not a lot of story going on right now that I really give too much of a shit about. You know what I mean? 
Like Loretta. I like House of Black, but that's the okay. House of Black is pretty much rolling over. Oh, we're rolling over FTR right now. Now we're going to roll over, you know, the Acclaim pretty soon. And you know, I don't know. It's I like those guys, but after a while, it just kind of get it gets old. And I don't know. It's the women's the women's division is actually Royal, a little more the exciting. Women's Royal Rumble match last night was better than was the it? men's. They actually had. Like it, like in a men's match, the only surprise you know they usually have surprise yeah. entrances or things like that. The only person they had they got that Andrade back. Really? <laughs> yeah, I guess he's not in AEW anymore. Okay, Andrade was in the Rumble last night. Huh. But for the women, they had they brought back Naomi. Yeah. Okay. And she was just, she just left TNA. Yeah. But they also had the current TNA champion, women's champion, in the Rumble. So there was like a cross-company platform working last night. Uh, uh, go ahead and finish. I, that's where I got to touch Jordan, Jordan Grace. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, uh, she's a big girl for, I mean. R-Truth tried running in at number 24. Did he slide underneath the ring? <laughs> That's a different dude, but I just, yeah. I saw him the other day. What the hell? He was trying to sell a t-shirt or something to somebody. But then, so he said that he, that's been his big thing recently. He's been on another push. for Comedy relief. Yeah. But yeah, that's... That's the only thing interesting about those rumbles is seeing... Who you don't expect, or weird callbacks, yeah. or something like that, and there really wasn't a whole lot of it. Speaking of which, I guess uh, Jack Perry finally showed up again. Uh, apparently, they shipped him off to New Japan to because oh, wee oh wee oh. Well, because if you think about it a lot right now, if he shows up in any AEW rings, he's going to get booed for the most part. So. I think they know that, so the, I think they just shipped him over. And he's over there on a whole... <laughs> he, he, like, ripped up his quote-unquote AEW contract in the ring, and, like, they were... Because I was listening to, who was it, Cornette, I think, and they're like, yeah, if it was only that easy to get out of your wrestling contract, yeah, just rip it up, and then it's done. So. <laughs> but, uh... What else did they say? They... Sounds like AEW has been declining, but, you know, well, that was it. You got all these EVPs who kind of run around and do whatever they want. And especially when the one's wife now is talking about how her husband was treated so badly during <coughs> during that when they were all suspended. And they're like, oh, I'm sorry, CM Punk didn't run into somebody's dressing room and start a fight and throwing fit. Yeah, but. <laughs> I don't know. And oh. like I said, I know a lot of people don't don't like CM Punk, and, and I get that. But that is, he is either... He's one of those characters and people that you either find him very polarizing and fun to watch. I like watching him wrestle. He's got a very good style that I like. I mean, he sells things pretty well, usually. So, Or you just hate him because also he's played a horrendous heel just as many times, so... But, I don't know. Like I said, I still think 
he kind of got the shaft, and you know, the Young Bucks are, I don't know. Still haven't been back yet, either. Well, they're back. They're just... They're doing... that. That's what a lot of people are like. They're still doing the same shit, you know? That is the only thing with, with their high-flying act, is they're not really bothering to change anything up, and people are kind of sick of seeing it. The same thing all the time, so... So, I don't know. And like I said, if... There was some shit they said that, like I said, they're like, oh, we wanted to work with Punk, but they said they never came forward to try and mediate anything before. They're just like, fuck him, we're not meeting with him. So, because, you know, that's the thing about Punk, because he knows that, you know, business is business. He can still work with you, even if he don't like you, if it's going to make some money, you know. So, I don't know. I just... Yeah, Punk and uh, Cody Rhodes were the last two in the ring in the men's rumble. And, yeah. So, so they, they, that's the way they worked up to it. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to think what else with AEW. I will say the whole Tony Storm. It's kind of annoying some people, but I think it's kind of funny. The whole Tony, Tony Storm bit she's got going right now. Have you, have oh, you seen it? Oh, black and white? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, pretty good. So... Like I said, that, I, I think it's amusing. So, they're putting a huge push on uh, Abaddon again, for some reason. Need to bring Crazy back. I guess. But they're still, they have her as more of a baby face instead of a heel, which, okay, I guess. It's AEW, they don't bother to. <laughs> so, I, I guess, uh, also sitting here looking at the uh, Brock Lesnar figure, reminds me of the uh, newest news that came out about McMahon. Uh, so, yeah, it sounds like uh, he, he is officially, I think I read this now, he is officially, he's not on the board now. I think TKO told him that he was done. This was, this was too much bullshit and they weren't putting up with it. Oh, no. He, he officially resigned everything. Well, yeah, but I think they told him. He, it was one of those, either you resign or we're throwing you off, so take your take your pick. So, but yeah. So let's see. Yeah, Lesnar. That was apparently the uh, woman. Actually, I ought to just bring up the article again and, and read part of it. But have you read any of this? Yeah, I'm sure you heard about him shitting on her head. I'm, yeah, <laughs> yes, I'm yeah. Heard, I, heard I figured that. you heard that at least. If nothing else. So. And that he's got a diff- he's got a collection of different colored dildos with named after wrestlers. Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, that was the <laughs> that was the biggest ones I wanted to come up with. I laugh enough. so, you know, the whole situation. I, I wouldn't want to be yeah, it's, in her it's, place. No, it is assault, fucked up. Assault is yeah, it's all no fucked way, up. But but yeah, it's, <laughs> it's I'm bringing out mankind. Does that buy, does that dildo have like another smaller dildo that's a sock, on <laughs> like like a rabbit where it's got that little <laughs> thing that comes off? Is there a little sock on the end of? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so, <clears throat> but yes, apparently. Uh, yeah, the clear one's named John Zena. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Because <laughs> you can't see it. Yeah. yeah uh, let's see what else. Yeah, apparently. Uh, it's also him. Uh, Vince and Laurinaitis held her down in Vince's office and did a three-way on top of Vince's desk and told her, let's see, what was it? 
No, me no means yes, and was it take it like a bitch or something? I don't know. It was really kind of like, what is wrong with this dude? <laughs> Kept her locked in his personal gym for like a day and a half in his office. He's got a personal gym off of his office, which I'd heard about for years. So, so I don't know. I, honestly, I think WWE is going to be a lot better off without him. At this point, especially. <laughs> Paul can handle it. You know what I mean? Paul's got a good business mind. He's been an actual wrestler. So. And I think that's been a lot of the thing is a lot of people don't mind coming back as long as they know. Paul's going to be in charge. At least as far as taking care of the talent. And not Vince. Because that's the other problem with Vince is. Vince wanted to be involved in too many fucking things. that You know. When really he should have just been at the top. Just worrying about ratings and how much money they were making he was also worried about the talent and that's what you hire people for so but no he liked to be personal in more ways than one with the talent <laughs> so i don't know yeah it's bad actually i should just go ahead and bring up the article as well but uh i don't know it's pretty bad yeah, Washington, that's the thing. That's the, you're reading this stuff in the Washington Post. I'm like, I'd expect this in Hustler. Some of the stuff I'm reading, but not in the Washington Post. Uh, let's see if it'll uh, let me that's, in. That's, that's the other thing. See if it'll let me in. Fake news, it. liberal media. Oh, Jesus Christ, don't get me started. Don't get me started on that shit. I want to know, because of the 14th Amendment, and this is just me... Trying to understand the Constitution as, as well as I can. The way I understood it, and the 14th Amendment was put in place, especially after the whole Civil War thing happened. So that way all these people had been, quote, traitors of the free state or of the Republic before, couldn't run for office and gain real power again. So, starting an insurrection qualifies for that as well to be so I don't know how this man can still run for president. Because let's put it this way. If you try and... Insurrection. Get... There's, there's a bunch of sightseers and Antifa agitists. <laughs> As he's over here grinning because trying to not laugh about... So... Yeah, we're for the thin blue line until they're in our way. Then fuck them. But, uh, okay, I still don't get, though. I mean, it's, it, he sat there and said, oh, I'm going to go with you and blah, blah, blah. And it's been, it's been proven. They have him on recording and other witnesses talk about him. Like with Pence, he was like, oh, screw him. He's on his own. Fuck him. I don't give a fuck about him. But as far as the whole insurrection thing. Okay, as I was saying, even if, like, you get charged... With a possible, it doesn't even have to be a felony. If you get charged and you're waiting a court date, and you're up for a job interview, you're still supposed to disclose that you're going to court right now. And if they find out later you didn't disclose that, and you get the job, they can't fire you. So, especially if you're up for a felony charge, you're supposed to make this aware. And it still gets used against you as far as trying to get a job. 
เสื่อมเสร็จ
Fuck Michigan. Cleveland so, Browns. Yeah. Fuck Pittsburgh. See, that's that's the other thing. Is you got people like, oh no, well next year we're gonna kick some ass because Chevy got... Ford. So, but yeah, that's the problem. Too much people, too much tribalism for no no good reason. It's just it's not. So, and that's the problem is now we can't have people reach across the aisle in government and get any goddamn thing done because we're too busy arguing about dumb shit. If the Republicans didn't have wokeness to argue about, would they have any platform at all anymore? I'm not sure that they would. Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden sucks. Wokeness sucks. Things were better back in the day. Well, everybody thinks things are better back in the day. That doesn't mean you should run a fucking platform on it. it was... Well, I, as a woke liberal, support your rights as a gay male to own a gun and, and, and grow marijuana. As a gay male. Okay. That wasn't a slur. Yeah, I know. That's I'm woke. Fun. Yeah. Well, then in that case, you're you're getting it after the podcast. <laughs> why do you think but, I move? Why do you that, think? That why is... do you think I moved the drums out of this room? <laughs> but that is exactly what I'm talking about. Everyone should have the right to do whatever the fuck they want. This is like religion. I have no use for it, but I don't think it should be banned. If you want to believe in Catholicism. That's fine, as long as there's no little boys being traumatized for the rest of their life. I have no problem with it. You know, it's just, and that's the thing. If people want to smoke weed, that's their choice. Nobody's forcing you to do it. And that's like the whole abortion issue. Women should have the right, one way or another. I'm sorry. I wouldn't appreciate if all of a sudden Congress was was like, uh, every time you jerk off, you're you're basically killing a child. I mean, you're killing many children. So we're going to send you to jail if we catch you jerking off. Well, hell. Because in theory, it's the same fucking thing. If that's the case, I, I murdered a few people before I came over here for this podcast. <laughs> and especially, I, if you're I going, especially if you're going by some versions of the Bible... So, but that's what I said. Just allow people to do their own thing as long as it's not harming anybody else. You know, then I have no problem with it. And I just, I don't know. It just seems like we've kind of lost that focus of Second Amendment. And uh, I have the freedom of speech, but not what you say. Fuck you. I don't believe in you, so I don't believe what you So, You know, I don't like a lot of people, but I still believe they have the Freedom to believe or say what they want doesn't mean I have to agree with it. But we're just also at a... And that's the other thing too, man. Uh, like... The class war thing has become such an... It's like almost a... I wouldn't say it's non-existent, but it's... People are so focused on... Well, he's he's got more than I do. Fuck him. And it's, what that guy has is barely more... You know, he might have an extra car more than this guy. It's not like they make... Here's where I'm going with this. When Jeep went on strike, because they hadn't had a raise, cost of living, anything else in over 
what was it, like 15 years, 16 years? It was well over a decade. Okay. Since they had any, you know, and we know Stellanus was making money hand over fist up there. Their profits, despite what they were saying, I saw that were still going up, you know. So, and honestly, you and I have experienced this personally as well. But there were people that I saw on on Facebook and on W13's comment section about it being like, fuck them assholes. This is the reason Jeeps are so expensive and blah, blah, blah. And fuck them. I don't know. I'm like, that's pitiful that you feel so bad about, like, I only make this much money. Why should they make that much money? And blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, it's hard to get people to understand that you have to have a high bar for blue collar label for starters. Somewhere. It's got to come in somewhere. A rising tide floats all the ships. So, yeah, and we have also know that the trickle-down effect is bullshit. It has never been, it has never worked, it has never been done, actually, in this country, ever since Ronald Reagan has uttered down trickle-down economics. It doesn't work. It's been proven. It doesn't happen. And it's also been proven that the opposite is true. You throw all the money at the poor people and they spend it, and now everything trickles upwards. Yeah. So, so, but yeah, I just, I couldn't believe how easy it was for people just to, you know, basically say, you know, your next door neighbors, you know, down on the ground, be like, oh, fuck him. And you give him a good kick. You know, like these, these people are trying my new neighbors. I might, I got these new neighbors. <laughs> it's, it's a theoretical, and, and they got, they got, it's a theoretical. <laughs> I caught the one kid trying to sneak up on my porch and look in my kid's bedroom. Okay. Yeah. That's a problem. But, uh, but basically, then that's what I tried to. You, you got to have a high bar for everybody else to be able to blueprint after, and that's why I told them. I'm like, honestly, the UAW jobs are kind of those jobs. So a lot of the steel, you know, where it's not exactly a skilled trade, but it's kind of close. Right. So that way, everything else kind of has, you know, and we discovered that was part of what when we worked at the place that we worked at together. That was the thing, as they walked around and they took a poll of all the other jobs that were quote-unquote similar, which was amusing, The some of the low-paying jobs they considered similar to what we did sometimes. But but the unions need, that's what I tried to tell them, as much as some people are wholly against unions, they need to exist to some extent, because if they are gone, the working class is going to get trod on, and the middle class will disappear altogether, so... Oh, it already has. It just hasn't uh, caused people to revolt yet. Yeah. So, I mean, because, yeah, that's the thing. Uh, while I make okay money now, I don't make anywhere near the money I was making before. I don't even think you barely are at this point, with even with the knowledge you have and the schooling you've had. Uh, I mean, you don't have to answer that, but I don't think... You know, let's put it this way. You're not... Comparatively speaking, in the timeline, <laughs> to what you were making before, to what you're making now, it should be it's a significant it, about it, larger, and it's not. It's not. Yeah. So, and that's basically what I'm saying. With cost of living and the price of everything else going up and inflation, yeah, it's not it's not matched for the pace it's gone up. So, but at the same time, I choose to live in this area that I do, and I choose. Well, yeah. To work five minutes Same. away from my house. Well. If if I wanted to commute 
an hour yeah. back and forth every day. I could do better. But then, once again, you get a lot of that money, then it gets used up on car maintenance oh, absolutely. and fuel. Absolutely. And so, yeah, because trust me, I've looked at those. Because I'm kind of like you. I, I've done the math, and with where I work, it's about fifth, It's about a 15-minute drive for me, you know, and, and back, roughly 15, 20 minutes. It's not that far, but it's not right across the street from me, at least. So, And the fuel, it's not too bad. So, and I get, for what I do, I get paid, I get paid okay. You know, I'm, so, but yeah, it's still nowhere near as high. And I've thought about taking other jobs. That's the other thing, too, is our problem. I'm sure you will relate to this as well, is we're at an age where we can only take so much more bullshit. When you're younger, you can take a dumbass who doesn't know as much as you, trying to tell you what to do and how to do your job. Whereas when you get older and you have more experience, it is a harder pill to swallow. Maybe the fact that I decided her perfectly happy playing dumb on <laughs> a night shift <laughs> when you don't have to deal with anybody. Maybe. See, I tried that on... Other, other than, you know, instead of having a regular schedule. Well, then here's my example, and I'll, I'll use... I won't use the real name, but I'll, I'll use a, a code word name... That's very similar that people will probably figure it out. When I worked at Swirl Pond, <laughs> I tried to play dumb there, and it didn't work for too long. And it also didn't, I will say, it did not help with that job, that the guy, and that's the other thing that was a pisser about that. A guy I went to high school with who was a year ahead of me, who was always kind of an asshole, was, just got promoted there. Now, that's what's worse, is he wasn't even actually my boss. He was boss to an adjacent area. But since he had more seniority, more seniority than the guy that was my boss, because they both got promoted at the same time, but the other guy who was the asshole had been at the plant longer. Okay. So basically he would just trample over the top of my boss and tell, oh, you need to have him do this and him do that, and then he'd tell him that, even though he hadn't done that job as a boss either, basically. so. And he also styled himself... Because he went to culinary school as oh. as uh, uh, the British guy that yells and says fuck a lot. Uh, Ramsey? Yes, Gordon Ramsey. He thought he was some sort of Gordon Ramsey. And I also reminded him, I'm like, are you in a restaurant now? Because he had that, somebody else was making excuses for him being an asshole. They're like, well, you know, he's kind of like got that Gordon Ramsey attitude since he went to culinary school. And I'm like, are we in a restaurant? Because I don't think we are. So, otherwise, to me, that just makes you an asshole. If you're running around screaming fuck and, you know, getting in people's faces and calling them idiots, then you're just an asshole. Idiot sandwiches. Yes. So, I'm surprised he didn't use that, but he didn't, so. But, yeah, I mean, he, and that was the thing. I didn't do anything wrong there as far as fucking around. I was always busy. That's usually my MO at most jobs. You know, until I've been there for forever and I know how to fuck off. And not have it affect my time, you know. But he was just always just following me, waiting for me to fuck up. And like the one time somebody had some dumbass raised the forks in a trailer, which means they somehow managed to pour, poke two holes in the top of the trailer. Right. When the mass, mass raised, yeah. yeah. So I have a feeling 
that whoever did it didn't have a guard because mo- the one I usually drove had a guard on it, and whoever drove it probably didn't have a guard, and they probably drove the forks that stick out because it's just the rack, and then the top of the fork sticks out like that much. I think whoever did it probably had no guard on their forks, and it just went. So, but the asshole got on top of my forklift to make sure I didn't have any scrape marks. After he asked me if I did it, and I was like, no, I go, it wasn't me, I didn't. I'm like, I didn't know anything about it. So then he climbed on top of it, and I was like, really? He goes, well, you're clear. I'm like, yeah, I could have told you that. So, but yeah. Where was I fucking going? Oh, yeah, so I made good money there. And that was the thing. The problems was putting up with that asshole pretty much on a daily basis. Because it was always something. I was always doing something wrong, even if I wasn't doing something wrong. Uh, the hours there sucked, and the way they forced you to work, because like, there were sometimes, because it was supposed to come around, you know, you get forced to work, and then you've worked your turn, and then they go through all the next people, and then, well, there was more than one point where I would be, they'd come up 10 minutes before the end of the shift, and be like, oh, you need to work over. You need to work, let's see, it would have been, four, yeah, four hours over. You know, work four hours over. Okay. And then, then I, while I would be working there, they'd come in and be like, oh, by the way, you need to come in four hours early tomorrow. Well, today. And I'm like, how the fuck am I supposed to do that? Should I just go get a sleeping bag and sleep here? Or what the fuck? So, and I'm like, and how did we go through all these people already? And it came back to me. If, if, cause that was the thing. Most everybody was supposed to know how to do just about a little bit of everything in that apartment as far as equipment. So. I don't know. It never made any sense to me. It just kind of felt like people fucking with you. So I got, between working all these overtime hours, because I was always working a minimum of 50 hours a week, minimum. So, and while the money was good, I didn't need it that bad. And I got to the point where the job, the job was stressing me out enough where I would be sitting somewhere and I would just feel like this facial muscle just tighten out of nowhere. And I realized later that, yeah, it was fucking stress. And I'm like, I don't need this shit this bad. So I was looking through the paper and yeah, I discovered this the newer job that I ended up taking and they were happy to have me. And it was something totally different from what I've been doing before, but I don't mind. I don't mind most days. No, I'm, I've said it before, so I guess, but yeah, I'm pretty much a janitor now. and I kind of like it. It's low key enough. Now, the only thing that does that annoy the fuck out of me, because I had one the other day. Uh, some of those people at, at the building I'm in, and it's a corporate building, are fucking pigs. Women's bathroom. Women, I'll tell you what, women are just as bad as the men. But uh, I had a dude, we had one toilet on the middle level that's in the men's room that everybody knows it is prone to clogging. So, motherfucker went in there, and that's not the first time it happened, filled it up with shit and toilet paper, flushed it, and there's a plunger sitting right beside it. So, and let me just say that everybody in this building, without giving too much away, knows something about plumbing. Or at least should. So, without giving trying to give away too much about where I work and everything. But, so, but they have the tendency that when they see it does that, they run out of the stall and shut the door. <laughs> so, and... Whoever did it the other day, it was so fucking blatant. There was shit that got compacted into the bottom of the toilet. So, 
Now, most times I don't have a problem with it. I'm like, all right, whatever. It's fucking disgusting assholes. But this one, I don't know. It just because they compacted the shit in there so badly. And it was one of those, I'm at least glad I'm good at what I do. Because I knew as soon as that toilet started filling up with water, it was going to want to spill out of the top, like, really quick. So I had, like, about a three-second window to get it unplugged, and I managed to do it. So, because I really didn't feel like cleaning up shit off the floor in there. So, so I got lucky, but still, it just it annoyed me to no end. I'm like, fucking courtesy flush, at least, goddamn. Or at least when you get off, you know, before you start wiping, flush. And then fucking wipe. And then flush again. That's... <laughs> so yeah, I'm going to tell any people out there. Fucking courtesy flush. Because I'll tell you something else about janitors. They don't, they know all the bullshit you try and hide from people. I don't even look for shit. And I find, I'm finding secrets of fucking people that... Lurking in the background. It's the janitor. Well, I just remember the, the dude from uh, the Breakfast Club. He goes, oh, I know about all sorts of shit that goes on in this institution. And the eyes and ears of this place. And Yeah, that's kind of what <laughs> kind of what I feel like. I end up seeing shit. That, I know who the secret smokers are. The people that think they're getting away with smoking inside the building. Because they're dumb. This is about it. Here's a tip. Don't throw your butt in the trash. Especially when it's your trash at your desk. <laughs> so, okay. But honestly, in the end, I, I don't work weekends. Which is awesome. So, I barely, rarely have to work any overtime. I have options. I could if I wanted to, but uh, we've already worked all night. It's hard at 7 o'clock in the morning at the last minute to go. Okay, I'll do it another two hours. Yeah. Well, even when I've stayed over, it's only been, I think it's been about an hour at the most, and it's only been, uh, they were trying, it was a transition period because of another building. There are several buildings on the area where I'm at, and they needed somebody else to take care of the cleaning over in that building. So I transitioned a little bit and worked over a little bit to help clean that building, but that was that was about it. And like I said, I don't see my boss, but maybe once every two or three weeks, usually. So, but I'm there every day. I don't cause him any problems. So, but yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think what else has been going on. Yeah, I had a family emergency. I had to run down to Dayton. Uh, God, it had been it was weird being down in Dayton because it's been years. Well, I take that back. We had stopped through Dayton, but I was in Dayton, like downtown proper, and that was the first time in. A long time I've been down there, so it was kind of weird because originally, way back in 1994, what about 94? I was actually planning on kind of moving down to that area originally, and that's when, uh, oddly enough, I was working with Lowe's, but they were they were at the point where they were expanding out everywhere, and I know there were some suburbs of Dayton they were going to put Lowe's. up stores, so I was going to transfer down to one of those stores, and it just didn't happen. But I also wanted to be closer to basically an alien workshop is what it was. Because I wanted to try and get a job <coughs> ultimately doing something in the alien workshop. I really wanted to be a filmer and like do some of their art. But... I'm going to break in there. 
filming due to some things I've been doing lately. I've been uh, getting back into video editing and things like that, and I've realized my ancient-ass computer isn't good enough to even do phone videos. I mean, for... for the, the video camera I've been using for the longest time was really nice 15 years ago because it was one of the first totally digital... I have the same problem, yeah. And anything I do with that thing is fine, but my computer's not even good enough for a phone video to do editing with. Yeah. A, a, a phone... Is more powerful than what I have right now at home, so I'm about <laughs> that's, to. That's funny because I was actually going to talk to you about to that after updating and going through and uh, replacing my old computer. And I think I'm going to do the same here for two months longer. I'm going to buy a different, and I'll probably get with you because I've wanted to do some video editing again, just for some different projects here and there, and I've wanted to do just some van, random van videos and stuff, and. And I'm probably going to need to do some editing for some skateboard parts again because that's been my other huge thing this year. And I don't think I've talked about this so much. I have cut a lot of shit out of my life as far as like garbage eating. I've tried. I do okay most days. That's still... But, like, pop, I don't drink at all anymore. Um, coffee is usually about my worst. I'll do, I'll do iced coffee. And even then, I don't put any sugar in it. I'll have them put flavor, like that one's like uh, French Vanilla from Duncan. Shout out the, shout out the Duncan. Spunkin' Duncan. So, but, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, the only sugar that's in it I know is the uh, thing with the French Vanilla flavoring, but I don't. So, and I've tried to, like I said, just, I need to start lifting some weights again, which I think I'm going to join the one gym downtown, so that way if I want to go after work or go first thing in the morning, I can but all the way to the end is, is so I can actually start really skating again, especially if I can get this leg healed up because it still doesn't look great. Although the spot where I had cellulitis, I don't know if it's ever going to look completely normal no. again in color. I don't think it's going to. No, you're too old. My black flag tattoo is going to forever look fucked up now. So, but uh, I still got a bruise on my knee from my accident six months ago. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, now I'm a fucking old man because i got to fucking wear compression socks most of the time. The good thing <laughs> oh, is... Hey. Yeah, I know. The yeah, good thing is I found these... Uh, oh, what the hell are they? Dr. Bones? I'm not Dr. What the... Bones Therapy or something? They market towards old skateboarders and BMX riders and shit. And they've got a bunch of medical shit like knee braces and shit, so... And yeah, they sell compression socks that actually work pretty damn good, so... So, yeah, I was like, fuck, when the hell did I get this old? God damn it. Uh, and that's what's worse is that my 50th is coming up, which is part of the reason I, I was like, I need uh, I need to change some shit and drop some weight. So that's big, been the biggest thing is trying to stop bad habits. Well, I tell you what, I learned the easiest, the best and easiest way to, like, Lose fifteen pounds quick is to get, get an me, accident and go get, in the hospital for go to the hospital and uh, <laughs> sure I'll, yeah just be fed pain pills and like IV for a week. I can almost do that at home if I have the right hookups, but I think I'd lose my job after. <laughs> like, what's wrong with you? Oh, weight loss program. I can't leave. I'm gonna... 
but I'm just happy I kept it out since then. Yeah, so... By what? acting right. <laughs> That's been the other thing that fucking sucks about getting old is... I have wow. lost I have lost some weight, but then and, my my gut was like, oh okay, well fuck it, I'm gonna drop some. We got some weight, and so yeah, I drop and it just it fucking dropped. So now I've got to wear tall t-shirts. I got to make sure that the the t-shirt's kind of tall because otherwise my fucking gut is this far away from poking out the bottom of a fucking shirt. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Best thing about uh... let's start wearing a girdle. Best thing about high blood pressure pills is uh, that's uh, see I'm still trying like, to vo- work like Viagra. Yeah, I guess, but I'm trying to avoid all that shit right now because it's once you're on them, you're there's no getting off of them. So that's what I'm trying to avoid right now is a lot of shit for because uh, even like uh, having uh, diabetes, I've managed to just barely avoid getting hit by that bullet so far, surprisingly. And it was just because I was fucking, I'm just dumb about shit for a long time. I'm just hard-headed and everything, but, you know. Well, that, you know, that was the other thing, too. I've talked to other people about this. We were Gen X. We were never supposed to get this old. We all figured half of us would die from heroin, and the other half of us would die fucking stupidity before we ever reached 50, so. And then all of a sudden, we're like, fuck! Shout out to uh, the Dead by 28 Club. <laughs> And the band Dead by 28. So that reminds me, I heard somebody bring up uh, a band on a podcast that I had not heard in a oh. long time. Uh, I, 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 got, I, I, remember, I remembered my story for Off Air. You have to remind me. Okay, we'll, we'll circle right back to it. But was, didn't your old band play with Ice Nine Kills or whatever the hell they were called before? No? They've been around for a long time. Ice Nine. They have, but I don't remember. I couldn't remember for sure if your old band did or not, but... What's that? Living Dead? Yes, that band. That was... That was... Speaking that's of which... That's about almost ten years ago. Yeah. Speaking were, they, of which, were, they <laughs> thing, were they a thing back then? I think so. I think they were just starting out. I mean, I've heard the name before, but... Well, I would have swore you gave really me a flyer when you and I first started talking. I would have swore you gave me a flyer at one point. That had them on it, but maybe it was somebody else. I don't know. I know they've played around here at some point with some bands that I knew, but so okay, yeah, go maybe. ahead. Go ahead, your story. Go ahead. I said off air. Oh, off, off air. Okay. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. So I'm trying to think what else. Yeah, I've been working on some Sacred Cows songs. Um, Woohoo! That is. I really want to shoot a video, and I've talked about it a little bit, so I don't mind. I really want to shoot a video for uh, White People Tacos. White People Tacos. I really want to shoot a video for that, so. Hey, you know what? I do use the cheap packs of taco seasoning you get from Kroger's. Yeah. But I also add my own garlic and... uh, Cumin and fucking uh, seasonings, you know. I I. See, man, I think you're past I white just, people I, tacos. I, I, I just I just use that stuff as a base, and then I add a bunch of like real herbs and spices to it, and it works well. Whether you're just having basic hamburger white people tacos, or if you're 
seasoned up chicken or steak fajitas and stuff like that. Well, see, white people tacos are traditionally just a hamburger. It's usually hamburger seasoned hamburger or something. I actually go through the ingredients in the sauce. So. Salt and pepper? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> pepper? So. What kind of pepper is that? That's basically, yeah, it just kind of goes through the ingredients. So basically, uh, you know, like packet hamburger, uh, you, you know, taco seasoning, uh, sour cream, cheese, lettuce. But yeah, so that and then, like I said, uh, I've been working uh, trying to with the uh, my uh, little experimental noise industrial band uh, car versus pedestrian. And I've actually got a song just about done. I I need to go through and do a final mix on it. But my problem has been originally I was going to do a Bandcamp page. And do like, just like a quote-unquote label. I was going to make up a label name. And then just put out all my other odd and end, you know, bedroom band projects or whatever. And friends band projects. Through that. So that way you just post it up and put like a buck on it or free. And, you know, you just download it from there. Now, the problem was, <coughs> I started investigating this. And to start a quote-unquote label on Bandcamp, you need to pay $20 a month. I was like, yikes, that's, I'm not going to be able to fucking afford that. So the other thing I could thinking about doing is I think, uh, Food Fortuna from Sakai, the guy we deal with from, right. I think he listed, uh, Wheelchair of Old Men, his Bandcamp site as a band. And I think he just... Uses the label names as a band name because everything still comes up like when you download it as Wheelchair of Old Men, and then it'll have like the band type, the band name after it, and then the song title. So, so I don't know. I may have to try that because I can't afford twenty dollars, well, especially for shit that we're mostly going to be giving away for free. So, it's kind of bummer. My only other option, I think, would be SoundCloud, but I don't know. I've never been. I'm not a rapper, so I'm just not super amped about using SoundCloud. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty good. I've uh, recently set up <clears throat> Facebook and YouTube pages for my current project, Citizen Crow. Speaking not, of not, 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 not Citizen Kane. That's an old movie, but yes. Citizen Crow. Not Crow the movie. That's a classic also. No, Citizen Crow. No, we're, ha- we're having some fun because it's... Uh, Bunch of old old dudes that used to be in bands. Yeah. Like everybody in the band has done previous projects and are pretty well known in the area. And just kind of did our uh, first show last weekend at a local cancer benefit and started, uh, like I said, got some videos on YouTube and some music on. Facebook and started a real recording project yesterday. Two. But, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think what else I had to cover. That's most of it. I got, I've been trying to 
<laughs> yeah, before the podcast, him and I were talking about bills. We were trying to pay and medical bills and automobiles. But, uh, yeah, I had some... Automobile! I, uh, man, I forgot. I had a guitar I was trying to sell on eBay. And it's a guitar that I have another version of it. It's just as good. Except this one had real, like, EMGs in it. And it was a harder find What's model. That? It was that uh, ESP Viper I had. What's an EMG? EMG are the uh, pickups that are in most dudes that play metal guitar that are active. They What's run a off a of battery. It's the little part that's by the strings. And it amplifies the sound. It carries the sound. So, but at any rate, EMGs are usually highly sought after. Well, I know that, and you know that, yeah. but maybe some of our listeners at home might not know that. Well, so. then they could, if they're sitting there going, what the fuck's a pickup in a guitar, then they could also Google it as well. Yeah, but that's the laziest form of internet conversation. Eh, I guess. Google it. No. But that's that's what it is. At any rate. But you know, hashtag. Hashtag at any rate. You know that there's a website out there that's let me Google that for you. You go to let me Google that for you and type in what you're looking for. Yeah. Copy the link and send it to somebody and... That's the okay. end around troll right. way of saying you probably should have fucking Googled that. Okay. <laughs> LM. Yeah, I got to do that for a lot of people at work, but that's beside the point. At any rate, so I had this guitar. I've been trying to sell. I have had it for uh, Jesus over a decade now. It's white in color, which is rare for the model because it was a four hundred. Usually they're black. So, and the problem was is after I bought it, the Bobby Lashley. There's, there was cracks up near the head and the neck. So I had my one friend who is a guitar, actual guitar luther, who makes his own guitars, repairs guitars, look at I wanted him to look at it because I figured he had no skin in the game one way or another, just telling me the truth. So he looked at it. He goes, eh, he goes, this is a common checking problem for this finish. He goes, they lay it on really heavy. He goes, so, he goes, usually it'll happen on the headstock too. He goes, but yours, he goes, it's clean for some reason. He goes, so, he goes, it's nothing to worry about. He goes, it looks scary. So, relayed that to the dude on the listing. That, you know, then they could research that. And if you look far enough, you'd find, yeah, sure enough. Because I did. I found another guitar. Uh, finally, that some, after I posted mine for about a month, somebody else put one up. And they had the same problem. Plus, theirs also had the headstock checking as well. At any rate, I ended up Hashtag. just lowering the price. I had a guy bought it. Didn't dicker over the price or anything. I'm like, okay. So, sent it out. Fucking insured it. And, you know... Sending out a guitar, UPS insured is not super cheap for shipping. So he paid for some of it. I paid for the rest of it. Got it sent to him. He had it for a day. And he's like, uh, I don't want it. I'm returning this. I'm sending it back. I want my money back. I was like, well, why? He goes, well, he goes, it's, it's worse than I thought. The checking's worse than I thought it was going to be. I'm like, I told you it looked really bad. But it's, you know. He goes, well, and also he goes, there's a whole... Apparently there's another hole, and I don't remember doing this. Maybe I missed it all these years. Because <clears throat> I did replace the uh, strap buttons, and I put strap locks on. And apparently the original hole, that strap button that was in on the back side, had gotten, uh, it wasn't threading anymore. So I went about, I don't know, about a quarter of an inch above that spot and put the strap lock in there. So he claimed that was the reason he was returning it, so... So I got it back. So I ate the ate some money on that deal one way or another. Even though I got 
suppose I got my all my other fees refunded. There was still some shipping. Not shitty. So the only good thing is I sold it to a guy here in Finley. He bought it. I let him know about it ahead of time. He actually saw it on Facebook. And since he knew about two, him and I had about two or three mutual friends, it went super smooth. He didn't, Now, the problem was is I did lower the price even more just because I needed the money to help pay sir. Because I've almost, almost got my medical bills paid off, but my credit card is still kind of up there because of trying to balance everything and, you know, make sure people had some sort of thing for Christmas and not just like... Sorry. I had medical bills. So, but yeah, I've at least got some. And I've got a base I'm trying to sell, but I don't know. That's that's not going well. I don't want to sell it as cheap as, well, because hell, at one point, they had it listed for $1,000 on Reverb. And I'm not trying to get that much out of it, but I've got it about half of that. But people are still just, a lot of people are looking, nobody wants to pull the trigger on it. So, I don't know. So, I've been trying to go through all the other shit in my house. and I've also discovered as I get older, I don't need to be a completionist. I was really bad about that, like, with CDs and shit before. Like, oh, if I buy Black Flag, I have to have every fucking Black Flag CD that was at least in, like, SST release. And I have to have all those. And at some point, I was kind of like, do I really? Because a couple of those albums just kind of suck, and I don't listen to them. So... <laughs> It's just kind of in my way. So welcome, so, so. welcome to my world. So, so yeah, I've been trying to clear out more shit in my house and just figure out what I. As you get older, you're like, what do I need and what don't I need? You know. So, and like I said, I'm trying to get my guitars about <clears> to the <throat> spot where I'm comfortable. Same with amp heads and shit. And I got a Gundam action figure collection, which is I know it's super nerdy, but it was fun. It started out as oh, they're releasing these really cool ones. They're about twenty five bucks a piece. And they started that, like, I don't know, I realized it was like three years ago now, and they're up to, like, number... I've got every single one up to 28. And I started doing the math on that, and I was like, holy fuck! You know how much money I have tied into this shit? So... Problem is, is trying to find somebody who wants to buy a complete set now. So so I have a feeling that I'm going to just parcel out the set. And, keep and the they're going to want pieces, and you won't be able to... Sell certain pieces. You just want to be able to get rid of it all at once. So. Well, and like I said, I have everything. I have 1 through 28. So, although there's a couple of them that were bigger models that were $40 a piece instead of 25 but they are they are bigger. But, but, yeah, just trying to, like I said, after trying to deal with some of the other toy stores, I'm not real hep on it because they were very dismissive before about shit and... And I also know they need to make some money on it, which I am willing yep. to do. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. But, uh, I don't know. So I got to figure that out. I'll probably just end up parting out and keeping a couple I like and just selling the rest. But yeah, I've been doing that with a lot of my collections of shit. Just don't need it. Trying to make some room. There's a couple of G.I. Joe pieces I, I kept. But. I got yeah. comics. I need to clear out comics, too. I got to There was that. times I wanted to sell all my drums and uh, sell Parts Unknown where we are currently sitting. <laughs> that, you know, that, that's, people just keep dragging me back in. That's first, a musician. First, first it was <clears throat> you and the Sacred Cows, and now it's shit I'm doing now. And 
So I think that every person that's a any sort of musician goes through that at some point where they're like, fuck it, I'm just going to sell all my shit and just be done with it. And then you think about that for a while and then you're like, ah, fuck. Well, you could get rid of some shit. You don't want to get rid of all of it because there's always that there's always that little piece of you that's just going to want to sit down and create, even if it's just for yourself. You know what I mean? Yes, yeah, yeah. See? So... And that's what that's what I've always thought of. I'm like, even if I'm not... I do, it's just this... You know... You you know me too well, so you might not uh, agree totally, but you know, I'm, I'm kind of famous, you know, I'm kind of legendary, and uh, I don't want to be in my 70s being seen as a 70s player. I don't want to be remembered... As the way I was ten years ago, but that was ten years ago, so it's already too late. So I might as well keep playing till I'm seventy. <coughs> well, see, that's been part of my problem. Well, and that's also what. See, I don't say I'm famous. I just say I'm infamous, because there are some people who know who the fuck you are. If you walk into certain places, they're like, "Oh yeah, you're," you know, because I've been to shows with you. There's been times you're like, "Oh yeah, you fucking play drums for a Living Dead band, right?" <laughs> so, and I get that because you've not been to places with me though, where I. Uh, flea markets and swap meets. I've seen that more than anything. Well, I'm walking around, and I'll I have, love it. I'll have a guy that's usually about ten years younger than me, being like, "Didn't you haggle with me on a GI no, 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 Joe no, 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 four no, years no, ago?" No, no, no. It's never. It's never that. It's always like, "Oh, you're Dan Destroyer. You were in that Thrasher video." I'm like, "Yeah." They're like, "That was a fast. Some of that was that fast story apart, wasn't it?" I'm like, "Yeah." So that's what I get a lot of. So. And there are certain older guys that know who I am through skateboard videos. <laughs> even though young me would be super pissed that old, older, fatter me has gotten into skate videos. But And that is the other thing too, man, is I don't read the comments on that shit anymore. Because teenagers are just full of fucking hate. They're just, oh, they just can't stand it. Oh. Did they call you the N-word? No, I don't know. They could, I don't <laughs> I quit. It was cool because uh, they did that to you while you were skating. They did that to you while you were playing PlayStation. Oh, they never. They and never say zombies. So they never say it to my face. It's always left in the comments. So, <coughs> but because uh, that's the thing. Because I just kind of did it, it, and for me, it wasn't even really a fame thing before. <laughs> I was kind of trying to call those companies bluff because they were like, "Oh, we want older guys that are you know kind of doughy," and we're like, "Yeah, sure you do." So, well, they 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 did. So, but it was part of their marketing campaign. So, made sense. There's, there's a market out hey, there. Hey, there's OnlyFans feet videos. You know, skateboarding, doughy old men. Yeah. Uh, well, because also those guys have a lot of disposable income, and especially after COVID happened, a lot of them got really nostalgic for shit. Because yeah, the amount of old skaters that are now around is even higher now than it was, you know, back in like 2010. So, but, but that's awesome. There's a certain amount of people who know who I am because of that kind of stuff. Uh, Which I, I painted my fingernails black to get my head back in the mood. And I used to be a rock star and, and I'm just playing local cancer benefits with the other old guys (laughs) in the band. And, but. But yeah, that was part of my thing that kind of got me my head wrapped around about I need to get fit, I need to start skating again. And I'm not planning on launching myself down fucking flights of stairs and doing crazy, you know, group gaffs, roof gaps or anything. But I'd gotten a notice from... You want to wrestle? 
Huh? You want to wrestle? No. That sounds like I could break arms. Uh, no thanks. But where the hell did this come from? Maybe Indian leg wrestle? It's from a movie, isn't it? But I don't know what one. I can't remember what one right now. But at any Say rate, exercise workout hashtag. Uh, I'm not gonna, I could, I'll wrestle you. Yeah, it just sounds like that. Just sounds like broken limbs at this point. Somebody's gonna fuck something up and twist something the wrong way. But uh, break your I, freaking ankle in the ankle lock. Yeah, could, probably could. Because at this point, this one, I don't know about this fucker over here anymore. But at any rate, hashtag. Uh, I had a company reach out and be like, hey man, do you want to put out some footage this year? We'd really like to have footage from you. And I was like, I'm like, I'd love to, but I'm like, I am in no shit. Because I've been trying to get everything healed enough again that if I skate, I'm not going to be immediately fuck myself. So, but and that's basically what I told them. <laughs> is, it's like, look, I'd love to. I'm like, but I am at a point where I'm still a little bit in recovery. And I'm basically just trying to get myself fit enough so I can skate. So I don't have to worry about completely fucking myself. The first time I fall, so that's where it is. I even set up a new deck and everything. I'm ready to go, and have been just getting a little bit of board time here and there where it's dry, mostly just rolling around again, getting used to the feel and everything. But they're they're all on board. They're like, yeah, they're like you definitely next year send us something. So, and, but like I said, it, and that's just something I just kind of do because I have had a lot of dudes that have sent me emails and messages about. Hey man, seeing you skate got me wanting to skate again, and so, but yeah, there's teenagers that are just like, "What the fuck did I just watch? What the fuck? I'm way better than him. What the fuck?" Are yeah, everybody's better than me, dude. I, don't, I was better than me at one point, you know. I was. You should be. You're a teenager. You can fucking hit that shit <clears throat> and get right back up. Usually, if you didn't break anything, at least I used to be able to. So. That's weird because all I hear is how well I played at the show and how I nailed all my drum parts. And, and you're, 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 you're getting negative. Did you leave the comments open on you're Facebook? Get, you're, you're getting negative comments, and I'm, I'm just getting positive ones. Okay, well, yeah, I'm, I, I'm getting better with age. I think that's what that means. I will. I am like fine wine. I will post your fine wine. I will post your video, band video on Thrasher, and we'll see what all the teenage kids have to say. <laughs> Somehow, please do. <laughs> because cause that means you cared enough to look it up. And I'd appreciate that. What are all these old fucks doing? This is all shit. Sounds like shit. These guys suck. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, there, there, are, there are a lot of teenagers that they'll just hate on anything. Doesn't matter. Fuck, they're giving Tony Hawk shit. Fucking dude's 56 years old. Fucking just released a new skate video, and they're still his last one, but he came back from fucking having an injured, broken leg. So I get a jackass video where there's using, like, the walker with wheels or whatever, and... No, no. He's got, he does, he also took it out later. It's actually kind of cool. He's skating at his ramp in his facility, but he had tried a, was it a 720? Earlier, last year. And fucked up and just completely fucked up his leg. And the doctors pretty much told him, that, like, you better forget about it ever. So, but he got himself going and got, and started skating. And he's like, I just, I want to put out one more video part and then I'm, I'm done. So, that's pretty much what he did. It's a cool part. So. I haven't heard, I haven't heard that, but I've watched some of his podcasts. Like, at, at, at work at night, I'm doing nothing. For Hawk versus Wolf. 
do not do yeah. nothing for the first five or six hours of my night. Then I get busy the last couple hours. Ellis is something else, yeah. I'll say that. I listen to it a lot at work too, so. Uh, I'm trying to think if there was anything else I wanted to cover today. That's, although it's still probably a pretty long podcast for us. For yes. Well, we took care of the elephant in the room to begin with. Yeah. Still talked about Vince. <laughs> that was. Talked about the Royal Rumble last night. Yeah. Talked about video games. Talked about music. I had watched some movies, but most of them have not been that great. I'm trying to think of. <clears throat> What all I watched. Oh, speaking of which, uh, I- I'm formally requesting Godzilla Minus One for whenever you get the chance. Oh, Godzilla! I heard it's really good, despite it being, you know, all subtitles. Is it in the theaters or streaming? I think, I think it's done now, but I'm not positive. Well, let me put it on my list. Also, the uh, well, the one Elvis movie, I actually wouldn't mind checking out either the not the real Elvis the one where the dude that looks a lot like Elvis from it was like two years ago now I just forgot the actor's name Bruce Campbell no younger guy fuck I forgot his name it's only about a year or two old I'll look it up later but uh so yeah but yeah I think we got the most important shit covered for now uh, we'll all have some new projects coming up. Sacred Cows will be... I did get the uh, the word uh, Sacred Cows will be getting the go-ahead at some point. Uh, I think we're going to do a uh, like a budget release on uh, EP, on uh, Bandcamp first. Just kind of get the rust going, get the nest, rust knocked out, and then maybe by then everybody will have enough money that we can do an actual release. So... So, oh, yeah, uh, I've, been, I've been married so long, I do have to pay money to get a release. Yeah, I know. Uh, I don't know if you've ever, have you ever seen, oh, I'm trying to remember, Super Satan Sunday? It's a YouTube channel that has bands on it, and they must be in Kentucky. No, I have so, not. Okay, well, I'll give a little shout out to uh, Curse of Z. They were on that channel, that was how I found out about it. There's basically a, a puppet that is Satan that hosts the show. Nice. So, and they, he has live bands on. And, uh, yeah, Curse of Z was one of them. And I will say it, and I'm not trying to trash too many other people, Curse of Z sounded a lot better than some of the other bands I checked out on there. Just, I don't know, there's some... I have a certain thing about stage presence, and it's not even that you gotta have, like, be in a suit or all have a uniform on. <clears throat> but there are certain things, especially if you're going to be on TV and you know it, you should kind of look a little more presentable. And uh, put my misfits makeup on. Well, yeah, well, you, that's you are a perfect example. As much as you don't try and act like it, you have a certain usually stage presence. You usually have with the <laughs> shirt. You usually have your one shirt, no sleeves. A lot of times it's track pants, pretty similar to those. Usually, oh no, never. Never, never, no, 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 no. no I'm trying to think no, when you played no, no Andy's. What was you wearing there? Huh? I don't know. Shorts. Cargo shorts. Oh, maybe. Okay. But, at any rate, 
as hashtag. A, hashtag as a thing. You do have a certain idea of how you should look yeah. when you're behind a kit. So there was one guy, and I'm not going to mention the song they did. I'll tell you once we're done recording, because I don't, I don't want these people to feel like shit or think I'm trying to start shit. But there was one band that had a he's great, he's a big dude, not maybe not quite as fat as me, but he was a bigger dude, the front long hair, but he had on. Like his work, you could tell they were his work boots from work, for starters. And because they looked like they had grease covered on the coat, toe caps, <laughs> which to me, I'm like, God, if you're on a stage and, and then he had socks on that I swear to God, they were like hockey socks. Like and he had a great big tree trunk of legs anyhow. So they're like, these, they're great. They're black. And then they had this like baby blue on the top, which is kind of bad because now, because it won't take much to figure out what band, but and then, he, and then he had basketball shorts on, and I think he did have a band tee on, but the band tee was kind of ill fitting as well. So I don't know. To me, you 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 want your rock stars to look like rock stars. Well, at least look a little like. You know, what? I'll use this, like, Kevin from Curse of Z. His whole band, they all kind of at least have their own aesthetic that works on stage for the music they play. That's exactly what, you know, Kevin's wearing jeans, I think, and he's wearing, like, Chuck Taylors or something, and, like, I think a Bad Religion, no, Seven Seconds shirt. So, for a band that does, you know, horror punk and a little bit of metal, you know, that's kind of what you expect a little bit. And I I don't even have a problem if you want to wear a costume or stuff, but just some sort of stage presence. You know, a cucumber rolled up in 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 aluminum foil and shoved in your pants. That'd be hard to play drums with that. (laughs) Well, that's more for the bass player, anyhow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you you understand what I'm saying, though. You at least it shouldn't look like you just rolled out of bed and be like, "Oh fuck, I'm late," and you put on. I don't know. I I think there should be a little bit of. God knows, even for the video we did, for America Has Lost Its Mind, I at least put a little bit of thought into what I wanted to wear in the video, so it looked decent. You know what I mean? It still looked like you know. We were in a punk band, it but... It looked like I was wearing my shirt he said I always wear. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, I, 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 I do subscribe to it. You at least should have some sort of stage presence where you don't look kind of like a slob. And there was a couple, I don't know, I was like, I don't know, I should have wore something. Oh, who are you, the fashion police? Yeah, maybe for this instance, I fucking am. But that, that's what I'm saying. If I know people are going to be looking at me anytime I'm on a stage, I at least try to make myself at least a little bit presentable to where it's not... People aren't going like, God, what the fuck is he wearing? Because then it's just distracting from the music as well. I just usually wear the shorts for easy access, baby. <laughs> Scratch your balls. Well, easy access. <laughs> Do that and then you're done. Man, it is cold. It is so cold down here. Even my phone is cold to the touch now. Yeah, my feet are starting to get that way. Yeah, so we might as well wrap this up. So I guess... uh, My old feet! I guess as long as my computer and my uh, editing software will play well. (coughs) You sent me some files for uh, Citizen Crow. I'll see about putting a Citizen Crow song on the end of this podcast. As long as it works. I don't know. We, we, We will... Well, if you don't want it, then then fuck y'all. I won't. I'll go find somebody else. We should hold off. Okay. If that's what you really think. Record. We got real recordings coming soon. Okay. 
then yeah, I got plenty of other shit I can play from locals, and I even downloaded Wesley Willis album last night, so you can play Batman, I will Batman's ass, or yes. Rock and Roll McDonald, or I don't know, I'll figure out something else then this week. <coughs> so, uh, yeah, I had an outro I was doing for a while, but I don't remember what the hell it was, it's something about, I don't know, take care of yourself. Did I ever anything. tell you my Wesley Willis story? No, I don't think so. All right, look, we got time for this. So back in the DVD days, okay, it was like uh, Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law, Season 1. Okay. And you go to the main menu, and there's a song. It was Wesley Willis. Birdman kick my ass. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Birdman kick my ass. And it's like I fell asleep watching the DVDs. I started having like really weird dreams all night long, <laughs> and just like fever sweats. And I wake up in the morning, like, and I, it's still running in the background. <laughs> like I was probably listening to Birdman kick my ass for like probably four, six hours, something like that. Man, yeah, no wonder. And that's why I am the way I am today. <laughs> Uh, speaking of which, we are planning on doing a Wesley Willis cover on Sacred Cows at one point, so. <laughs> okay. I just thought it'd be fun to do. Because you, you can change it up a little bit, so. I, I'm partial towards Rock and Roll McDonald's, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see once we start get, laying some shit down. So. And oddly enough, I've been trying to figure out if I want to do uh like a divine bovine release or just release some shit under a different name because i've been working on a lot of acoustic shit as well it doesn't help that one of my favorite bands anymore is the uh tejon street corner thieves so and they do a lot of they're they're listed as traditional which is hilarious because they got songs like uh 44 and uh what was it? love's pilot yeah which is actually about truck stops because Pilot loves our truck stops, but ah. so, but yeah, they're they're one of my favorite bands anymore, and they're kind of a bluegrass and a little bit of punk, and I like them a lot. They've got really good songs too. But all right, yeah, well, uh, on that note, I guess uh, time to fuck off. Hey, fuck off, eh? <laughs>